This is the Ty Butler Show on 98.7 ESPN. Oh, we're cooking. We're bringing a ruckus, spinning in for Dan Grasso, having a nice vacation. He put it out on Twitter yesterday. He's enjoying himself in Turks and Caicos. So we got to hold it down for the big homie Ty Butler going until 10 o'clock tonight right here on 98.7 ESPN. Hit us up on the phone lines if you want to get to talking, 800-919-3776. And on Twitter, you know where to find me, Ty D. Butler, Instagram as well. At some point during the show, I, I want to react to what happened last night in the All-Star game. I actually enjoyed it, and surprisingly, I, I started the day saying I've got no interest. I'm not going to watch a second of it, but I shockingly enjoyed the All-Star game, so I've got some takeaways from that, you know, small picture and big picture, and, of course, want to get into previewing the second half of the season for both the Yankees and the Mets also got to get into some basketball, always on the table. You know when I'm on the air, we always got to get into some hoops. But where we start is with the notification that came across my screen this afternoon. I've got notifications on Twitter set up for certain people. One of those is Adam Schefter. So I saw flashing across the timeline, Jets slated for hard knocks. And I'm thinking, oh boy, here we go. Same old Jets. Got the Jay-Z lyrics playing in my mind. It's a hard knock life for us. I was, because I got to be honest, I was devastated at first. When I, when I saw the rumors a couple of weeks ago that this could be in the works, the Jets were one of the, the four teams along with the Bears, the Saints, and the Commanders that were eligible to be part of this HBO series. And I'm like, yo, this team, with everything that's happening, because of Aaron Rodgers and all the buzz, like they can't afford to have HBO come through and, and do this series. We've got enough distractions. We've got enough to worry about. So immediately, as I'm conditioned to do as a Jet fan, I'm thinking, here we go. This is where it starts. Same old Jets. Can't even get Hall of Famers ushered into Canton the right way. Got to have them beefing going up to the stage. Same old Jets. 7-4 last year, flying high. Six-game losing streak to end the season. I think about all of the horrors. 2015, one win, get into the playoffs. Ryan Fitzpatrick goes on the road against a team that was out of it, throws three second-half interceptions. All of the memories, all of the horrors. I I start to think about because it just reminds me of every time like there is some level of expectation for them to to have some success, it all comes crashing down and it starts with them making a little mini movie out of it. Got some primetime games, five I believe this year, uh, starting on Monday Night Football week one against Josh Allen's Bills. Can't have it. Then I heard Cowherd earlier today give what I thought was a pretty remarkable stat that the last 14 teams on Hard Knocks actually have combined for one playoff win. But then reality smacked me in the face. And I said, you know what? Us, us Jet fans who are hesitant about this, who have had trepidation, We need to stop being soft because here is what is true. 
and what will be true for the next eight months. If somehow this season goes awry and they fall flat on their faces and it's, it is an absolute disaster, and I'm talking about, you know, let's just call it 6-11 and 11, or 5-12. and 12. Head coach gets fired. GM's gone. Rodgers is going through another doctor's retreat to, to figure out whether he wants to play. If all of that happens, you know what we're not going to say at the end of the year? It was because of hard knocks. So we really need to stop being soft. If this team is truly that fragile, that simply having a few extra cameras following them in training camp is going to completely fracture their chances of contending this season, if they're that fragile then the reality is they were never going to amount to anything close to being a success story anyway. So I've decided that instead of fretting, instead of looking at this becoming, you know, sort of like a, you know, a stand-up comedy show in Jets-like fashion, instead of looking at it in a negative way, I'm going to come on here and say, you know what? I've got a Hall of Fame quarterback who's won four MVPs throwing to the Offensive Rookie of the Year and some of his former teammates who who he has chemistry with. I've got a top-five defense led by the Defensive Rookie of the Year and a ton of talent on that side of the ball. Saw the linebackers list come out. Shout-out to Carl Lawson for being one of the best uh, in the league. C.J. Mosley. There's so much talent on this roster. I cannot believe that we get to next December and the narrative is when we come on the, on, on the show to talk about the Jets and what went wrong is they would have been better off had they not gone on that show because that's what you know set the wheels in motion for this thing just completely coming apart. I can't, I, I can't see that happening. I can't see it happening. So I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to be excited about it. And I'm not someone, let's be candid, I'm not someone who particularly watches this show. Like I'm aware that it's on, but I've never been drawn to it. Nothing has ever incited me to want to go watch it. But now I'm all in. I want to see this team from from the get-go, right off the rip, Get it started. Because just to go to the other end of the spectrum, you know, being a Yankees fan, I'm told all the time, I got to enjoy it more. Stop complaining. Just enjoy it. Sit in front of your television, get the popcorn ready, and enjoy what you're watching. Now, obviously, the same can't be said about my viewing experience as a Jet fan, seeing how they've missed the playoffs 12 straight years. But... I can channel some of that in, uh, advice and say, let's just enjoy the ride. Let's not complain. I, I, part of me is fighting that urge to be overly optimistic, so I'll, I'll still keep things in its proper perspective. I'm not going to see everything through a you know green-colored lens and, and, and be the biggest homer. 
But let's just enjoy it. What's the worst that can happen? You know, Rogers breaking down, you know, why he's anti-vaccine on the camera. We we, we really think that that's going to happen. A, a big fight breaking out because Quentin Williams still isn't paid. So he punches Joe Douglas square in the face and knocks him out. Like, is that what's going to happen? Just can't see it. I can't see it. Offensive line is is just completely overmatched because the Jets didn't do enough to address that in the offseason. So Rodgers is just hurling F-bombs left and right, <laughs> letting them ring off. So no, I, like, I can't envision any of those things happening. I feel like of all the concerns that I have about this group, the head coach, which we'll get into in a moment, the aforementioned offensive line, maybe rushing back Brees Hall from an injury. Of all of the concerns I have for this group, at the top of the list can't be hard knocks, hard knocks distracting them and sending them into a tailspin. I've got high hopes. I've got dreams. It's been a long time coming, right, Sam Cook? A long time coming. But I'll be damned if I'm going to allow them going on a, an HBO series to really take away and extinguish all of the built-up excitement I have. I actually drove by MetLife Stadium today. Might have caused an accident with what I did, pounded my chest, forgot I was actually driving. I'm getting excited for the season. And I hope you are too. So let's hear from the Jet fans. 800-919-3776. Hard knocks, big deal, no big deal, overrated. What do you think? We'll also get into the Saquon and Barkley of it all because the story that came out today about him threatening to sit out the regular season is one that is so mind-boggling to me. I, I, it just doesn't make sense. And obviously, I, re- I trust the reporting. Dan, Diana Rossini does an excellent job for the network. I, I just cannot see the path that leads to, you know, it being a right decision, Saquon sitting out this year. It, it just, I, I can't even fathom that. So we'll get into that. And as I mentioned, we will also talk baseball throughout the program, get into some hoops. So 800-919-3776. We're just, just getting it rolling. Just getting it rolling. Hit us up on Twitter, at Ty D. Butler. Hit us up on Instagram. Whole lot to do, whole lot to get to as we march toward 10 o'clock tonight. Ty Butler right here on the Dan Gross's show on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Ty Butler Show on 98.7 ESPN. So I did see that Harvey got a, a significant raise. That was reported earlier today. And this is why. He, he he brings the tunes. He understands the moment. Let that rock out, Harvey. Come on. I'm complimenting, complimenting you, and you're immediately going to have me take it back for getting rid of the music too quickly. But there you go, Harvey. That's what I like. Harvey Joe Leo holding down the fort in the control room tonight. We'll chat with them later on. Ty Butler in for Dan Gross at 800-919-3776. We're reacting to the announcement that the Jets are going to be on hard knocks. And I, I was, you know, at first nervous just because that's in my DNA. 
rooting for this team that has left me heartbroken, and not just heartbroken, but embarrassed to lose six games in a row last year when uh, when you had an elite defense and it was simply because you just got zero production from your quarterback. Like, that's pathetic. So now that that team is going to find itself on five nationally televised games, you know, hard knocks, it's all come full circle. And it really is because of one guy, and that's Aaron Rodgers, who's polarizing. So it makes sense that they're going to have the Jets on this because the Bears, I guess they're interesting now that you've got weapons for Justin Fields, and he played very well in spurts last year, so you expect Chicago to get better if he continues along his you know, upward trajectory, especially in a division that got worse because uh, Rodgers left. The Saints, they add Derek Carr, who many Jet fans wanted. You think the NFL and NFL films would be all over the Jets for hard knocks if they signed Derek Carr instead? instead? Of course not. The Commanders... Uh, a lot of juicy storylines there, especially with the article that came out today uh, about Dan Schneider. But uh, are we, you know, itching for more Sam Howell content? I don't think so. So, of course, it comes down to the Jets, and I want to know what you think about it. 800-919-3776. We start with the man, the myth, the legend, calling from Staten Island. He is Ira. What up, Ira? Hey, TB, what's going on? Good to hear you tonight. Long time no hear, man. What's going on? How's everything? Well, all good, all good. So, uh, you know, it, the hard knocks, at least for me, it was expected. Like, you just spelled it out. If you're an executive at HBO, you're not picking any of the other options. And, I mean, Rodgers and the Jets is the, is the big story of the year. And, you know, I and I think you spelled it out perfectly. If this team fractures because of hard knocks, they're not good. Let, let, let's just face it. <laughs> Come on, and, of uh, course. And and uh, to me, listen, the last time they made the playoffs, they did hard knocks. So I, I, I'm really they're professionals. I don't think it's going to have any effect whatsoever. Would I prefer that they didn't want them to do it? Yes, but it is it is what it is, and, and they're going to go about their business. And I don't think it's going to have one effect. And uh, to me, like you just said, you want to see the offensive line, you, yell, you want to see Hall, you want to see a defense get better. You really don't have to worry about the quarterback spot. Maybe the backup you do, but not the quarterback. But it's going to be must-watch TV. And I think it's going to be an exciting season. And I think they're going to – I really do. I'd be, I'd be really shocked. I'm predicting them to win the division. I'd be shocked, like, the last week if they're not playing to win that division title. I, I'd be very, very surprised. Yeah, listen, Ira, I, I, I feel you. And that last week, they'll be in Foxborough uh, against New England. I think they've lost something like, what, 16, 17 straight games to the Patriots? I, I think it's 14 or 15. Yeah, it's, I, think it's, the last, the, I think the last time they won up there was I the playoffs. Was o, yeah, was yeah, the well, 10 playoff well, So it all comes so, full circle, Ira. The last time they beat the Patriots in Foxborough was a season that started with them on Hard Knocks. That's right. So, so there you go. And and how how good as a Jets fan would that make you feel that they go up to Foxborough and beat Bill Belichick and win the division? Did you imagine 
the players running around the field and oh. Ira, hang on, Ira, Ira, I just thought about something. It just popped in my mind because, you know, national television shows are actually doing this right now. Or, or, we're doing this last week, and it's it's so fascinating. Do you realize that there are some there's some chirping going around that Bill Belichick, the greatest coach of all time, could be on the hot seat? Because, you know, since Brady's since Brady has departed for greener pastures, he's won a Super Bowl. The the Patriots haven't been to the playoffs. Mac Jones was was a pro bowler in rookie in his rookie season last year, significantly regressed. Uh the, the bad coaching decisions he's made. They've had terrible drafts. So he could be on the hot seat, which means week eighteen, Jets beat him. Jets could knock him out. Not just of uh, you know the of uh, uh, maybe playoff contention, but could get that man fired. Would would you believe it? That's that's crazy. Yeah, talk about full circle from from resigning as the AT or the NYJ to getting fired because you lost to the Jets and they won a division title in your home stadium. Oh man! You know what? To me, that would come full circle for Bill Belichick. Oh man, I appreciate the call, Ira. I look forward to hearing from you. More and more as we uh, as we get closer to training camp, preseason, and some real games. So now, Ira just put something in my mind that I'm gonna think about all season. And again, like this, there is this urge. I am fighting, not getting too ahead of myself because I I root for an organization that is so allergic to success it's not even funny it's actually depressing when they lost that game in foxborough last year on an 84 yard punt return i i i i was i was mute the rest of the day i was inconsolable watching the game with my my sister-in-law and she's trying to talk to me about it and i felt badly but i i just had no words so i get it, it we are not supposed to be excited about anything could you imagine they won in Foxborough and then c- come Black Monday? So that's Sunday, January 7th. Then Black Monday, January 8th, the the Patriots announce they are parting ways. Or it, it'll be something like they've, mut- they've mutually agreed to part ways. But it's because you lost to the Jets. Man. Man. Gabriel in Brooklyn wants to weigh in on this. What's up, Gabriel? Hey, how you doing, Todd? Listen, the only thing about the Jets, I'm saying the Jets need to go to the AFC Championship or be contenders for the AFC Championship. The only excuse I allow the Jets to have not to be a good team in an AFC Championship contender is like if players get hurt or Rodgers get hurt or whatever. Aaron Rodgers was brought here for one reason and one reason only. That's to take him to the AFC Championship and possibly to the Super Bowl. And then we're going to find a lot about Aaron Rodgers, what kind of person he is, what kind of character he's really made out of, and the pressure's put on him. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I agree with that 1,000%, Gabriel. Appreciate the call. CBS actually put out a, a list, because this is the time of the year where it's dry and you you got to come up with you know content. So uh, I, I do want to get into the list they put out of the AFC quarterbacks under the most pressure. Rodgers does rank somewhere on this list, which we'll get to later on. But I agree with you. There is a ton of pressure. And for everyone who who has listened to me knows how how big of a fan I am of him. But I can be honest. I I think a lot of what happened in Green uh, Green Bay was overblown as far as, you know, him being a cancer. 
I, I like if he were that much of a cancer, why did two former teammates follow him or three former teammates when you had the safety Amos follow him to the Jets? Couldn't have been that cancerous. But what is very, very true and accurate and, uh, you know, fair is saying that you lost one too many playoff games as a high seed at Lambeau Field when you're one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. So there's a lot of pressure on him. I, I, I 1,000% agree with that. Steve in Chappaqua wants to weigh in. What's up, Steve? Hi. I just have to, at the outset, say I am such a Ty Butler fan. You do a great job. I seek it out when you're on. Thank you, man. And uh, keep up the good work. You're amazing. Yeah, You know, I listen to a lot of sport talk uh, radio on both channels for like going back to Mike and the Mad Dog and you're right up there. You you have very nice demeanor and your knowledge of all just terrific. Appreciate you, My Steve. You, really do, man. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, keep it up. Um, my question for you is uh, run over the first, you know, it used to be uh, the first quarter of the season, four games, now it's 70, but first four games. Who are they playing the first four games and how are those, those games going to go? I, well, I appreciate the call, Steve, and appreciate the love, especially with all the you know smoke. I don't know if Harvey and, and Joe, you guys caught all the smoke I was getting on the morning show yesterday, DPHO and Rothenberg, something we may have to get into later. I might have to go full Nazir Jones, play that ether beat underneath me so I could weigh in on that. But the first four games for the Jets are as follows. At home against the Bills, that is a Monday night football event on ESPN, ABC, and ESPN+. Plus. Week two. They go on the road down to Dallas to play the Cowboys. Return home for week three against the Patriots. And then they play the defending champion, Kansas City Chiefs. So it is a brutal schedule to start. And look, it's something you can always say about the Jets because they're a bad team. And when you're a bad team, everyone looks difficult to beat. Especially when I give you, what, four playoff teams or three of the four games from last year are playoff teams. And the only one that didn't make the playoffs is the franchise that owns you and has since you last beat them uh, in Foxborough in, in 2010. Then after that, you go to Denver to play maybe an improved team because Sean Payton is now at the helm with Russell Wilson at quarterback. Then you return home to play uh, the only team you've never beat. And that is the Philadelphia Eagles, who, who won the NFC last year. So it is going to be, I mean, a gauntlet right out the gate before you head into that bye week. Much needed bye week. That, that, is, a, that is a brutal stretch. I heard my guy Alan Hahn predict a 4-2 a and two, four and two record over the course of those six games. I'll, I'll sign up for that now. 4-2 and two against... Buffalo, Dallas, New England, Kansas City, Denver, and Philadelphia? Where do I sign up for that? I'm taking that right now. We go to New Jersey, where I just was driving through traffic to talk to Mark. What's up, Mark? Hey, Ty. How's it going, buddy? Going well, man. Going well. What what do you got today? I'm I'm with you. Um, Listen, are the cameras going to be a little bit of a distraction? Of course they are. There's going to be extra cameras here. They're going to be doing some interviews. I get it. But let's be realistic. If this team loses to Miami in December, it's not going to be because there was a couple extra cameras at one Jets drive. It's going to be because Quinn and Williams signed his contract late and didn't get to camp on time to get in shape. Or it's going to be because Brees Hall's knee wasn't as healthy as we were hoping it would be. 
or it's going to be because the O-line didn't hold up the way we're hoping it would and, you know, make the running game better and protect Rodgers. Those are the things that are going to keep this team from, you know, succeeding this year, not a couple of cameras in the training, uh, you know, in training camp in, uh, in July and August. I mean, I, I just don't see how that's going to be that much of a hindrance. Will it be distraction? Possibly. Is it going to cost them like five or six wins on the season? Absolutely not. If it, if it does, then they might as well just pack it in now. Then there's no reason even having a season at that point, in my opinion. Listen, Mark, what you just did, and I appreciate the call, was you pitched a perfect game. You you pitched a perfect game, which, by the way, the Yes Network right now I'm watching in studio is re-airing Domingo Herman's perfect game. Re-airing that. I play this with my wife sometimes. Where I, I, I'll know that this is a replay, so I'll bet her money on what happens next, and she always falls for it. So hopefully she's not listening to the show. During the break, I'm going to text her. I need you to sell me three grand if Domingo Herman throws a perfect game. She's going to be like, no, Domingo Herman of all people? No. 3000 That's the bet. If you're listening to the show, that's the bet. 800-919-3776. We'll get back to your phone calls. At some point, we've got to talk about the Giants as well. Ty Butler in for Dan Grasso. Going until 10 o'clock tonight right here on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Ty Butler Show on 98.7 ESPN. I mean, if only we could air the conversations we have during break. Speaking of during break, I'm talking to, to Joe Leo and Harvey Cruz. I come across this tweet Harvey put out because he is obsessed with uh, with soccer. If that's the best San Diego can do for a USMNT Gold Cup semifinal, then that fan base has no chance of supporting an MLS team coming. Hashtag Gold Cup 2023. You know, I once produced for someone who I'm obviously not going to name, but would get really angry when, I'm just going to say, their producers tweeted during their show. And he was the person was never overt about it, but there was a lot of passive-aggressive, like a lot of passive-aggressive commentary. Oh, you, you tweeted during the show again. That's, that's just crazy. Like, why would you be upset that a, a producer is tweeting during the show? Is that why you brought it up? You're going to be passive-aggressive? I'm going to be passive-aggressive. I'm I'm not talking to you for the rest of the show. But am I wrong though? I mean, look, it's a Gold Cup semifinal, and this team's going to be getting a MLS franchise in two years. They so they got two years to figure it out. I don't understand like why you're reacting so prematurely. Look, I'm just saying if if you brought if you brought um that game to oh I don't know the East Coast, but I that's think two years better. from now, Harvey. Two years. I don't got two years. You sound like a Yankee fan complaining <laughs> about always complaining. Oh, we're not even at October yet, and you're talking about losing to the Astros. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Spring Valley and talk to James. What up, James? Ty D. Butler, what's going on, my man? What's happening, bro? Nothing much, man. Yeah. Just sitting here looking at all the times you tweeted at me with your, you know, your, your smart comments <laughs> and you trolling me on Twitter, and I'm just... Rolling my eyes at it, keep it pushing. And now you're on the phone talking to me all, all, all key, key, keying, like everything is sweet. Like I haven't been, you know, inundated with just mock tweets from you. But go, go ahead, James. Let me hear what you got to say. First off, shout out to the company. Secondly, Ty, listen, man, I know the Jets are in hot dogs. I know you're a big time New York Jets fan. Um, 
I think it'll be great for the Jets, um, for a lot of Jets fans who are younger. Jets were on hard knocks back in 2010, which is the last time the Jets made the playoffs. I just want to, like, throw that in there. That oh, was the so let me ask you something. Well, you know. Let me ask you something. Yeah. What team did you root for? I'm a Giants fan. Oh, okay. How's your uh, running back situation going? Good? Zip it, zip it, zip it, zip it, zip it. On the Jets, what do you got? What do you got? Fair enough, fair enough on the Jets. Um, Obviously, um, this season's big for the Jets, big expectations. So being objective as it is that I am, I do think the Jets are going to have a chance to make the playoffs. But assuming that if they don't, I don't think it's going to be the hard knocks. But how much of a disappointment would it be if the Jets don't make the playoffs, would it be up there with how the Mets spend all that money with Stevie Cohen throwing all that money and then they're not making the playoffs? Oh, so it's how definitely. This, it this is, I think, a great question. I appreciate it. And the first part of the question, I think, is obvious. I appreciate the call, James. The first part of the question is obvious. It would, it would be a massive failure if they go all in to this degree and miss the playoffs. How do I know that? You will see the head coach get fired. You will see the GM get fired. This this idea that they might be on the hot seat, I I I I think they definitely are. Now the owner is not going to come out and give you a playoff mandate, but to put all your eggs in this basket, this regime got the quarterback wrong, and they've hit on some 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 picks, obviously, uh, but they've also missed on a bunch. And to go another year, this would be year three for Salah missing the playoffs. That, that would be a disappointment. Uh, the, the latter part of that, where you threw in the Mets, and you guys know I've been critical of the Mets, and Mets fans just don't like me, but would it be up there with what's happening this year with that with that team spending you know $380 million and by the trade deadline possibly punting on the season? Definitely up there. That, that, I mean, having the Jets and the Mets give you, you know, back-to-back seasons like that would be so Jets and Mets. Absolutely. Absolutely. 800-919-3776. Oh, I, I, this is the first time this has ever happened. And I'm honored to talk to my guy, Channing from Perth Amboy. Yo, Channing, what up, man? What's, what's good? I heard you on the radio yesterday defending my honor, as you should. So it's good to talk to you, yep. brother. What's going on? What's going on, Tom, my guy? Of course I did. They was talking about, oh, he's a troll, he's a this, he's a that. I was like, I got to have my man's back. I appreciate right now, that. I got to ask you the tough question. You said you'd sign up for four and two. Okay. You know one of those. You know who one of those two is coming against, <laughs> yeah, no, right? No, I, I, I'm say, I know who one of the four wins is coming against, and that's that is you, week two, baby, at your Dallas Cowboys. And I got your number listen, from the Beach Bash. So shout, so shout out, listen, Shannon, Ray at, Santiago's, you know, former coach. We, we we were kicking it at the Beach Bash. Had a great time talking football. So you know, I'm gonna be texting you week two. We're gonna be going at it at four twenty-five, baby. Listen, I'm going to ask you the same question you asked your man. What's up with your D-tackle situation? I don't know. They got to figure it out before hard knocks. I don't want that to become a big storyline. And I spent the first, pretty much the first hour talking about it's not a big deal. But this, I mean, you got you to gotta sign him already. I, I don't want this to linger for so long. It becomes a distraction. He's upset. He shows up and he's missing, you know, practices. We don't need any of that headed into this season. Let's figure it out. Pay on the money. And then we could all move on. Then we could all move on. I think I might have put you back on hold by accident. But, Shannon, uh, what, what's up? You want us to respond? No, all I said was, 
I said, if y'all don't have that man signed and ready, Pollard going for 120 on y'all. <laughs> he might Thank go you. for 120, but, just, but you know what? Even if he goes for 120, your quarterback's going to be throwing so many damn pick sixes. We're going to be all right oh, anyway. We're going to be all right anyway. And I want to hear you blame the receivers and it bounced off his helmet and, you know, he ran the wrong <laughs> route and, no, it's Mike McCarthy's play calling. I don't want to hear any excuses, Channing. Your, your boy's throwing interceptions next year against my defense. No excuses. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Much love, baby. Yo, appreciate the call, Chad. Appreciate the call. 800-919-3776. We go to Austin, Texas. <laughs> Down south, baby. Talk to Jose. What's, What's popping, Jose? What's up, How's it going? It's going well, man. It's going well. Feeling good. What's up with you? You down there in that heat. Yeah, brother. It's crazy. I, I heard, I saw on the Twitter sphere that you were on you were on the app. I heard you talking to the Jets, and I love talking Jets with you, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. What do you got? Lay it on me. Uh, so, first of all, first of all, I heard the slander of the DNR podcast, and I'm a Ty D guy, right? I think it's just your choice of fandom that the people hate on you, you know, but uh, aside from that, I'm a big Jet fan, so you went on the same page on that on that wavelength. Love to hear it, man. Love um, to hear it. Hearing about your Belichick point, I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised that the day after Black Monday, if Belichick gets fired, the Chargers are going to hire him, though, bro. Him and Herbert would be disastrous. The Chargers? Ah, oh, man. The Chargers who last year, can't they can't get out their own way. And out you know, the talented man. roster. Yeah, Brandon Staley's a little bit of a, uh, uh, you know, he's a little bit of a, a, a dork. Yeah, exactly. So Belichick goes in there, forget it. Belichick with another quarterback. Nah. Oh, so you God. know what? Oh, you know what, Jose? You're right. You make a good point. We need to root for Belichick to stay in New England with Mac Jones because we know Mac Jones ain't doing much of anything out there. So you're right, Jose. Absolutely not with our defense. Next expectations. Right, I'm now. I'm gonna be driving up to Dallas for that game, bro. I'm so excited to go to the to that star and just see that whole glitz and glamour. And hopefully, we just pummel these Dallas Cowboys, bro. Be wearing my Jets jersey and everything. But with expectations, I think a lot of us have to really rein in our emotions, right? We're all excited. It's the best season that we probably can have in the last decade or so, or more. And so it's just, you know, I want division first, game by game, see how the team progresses. And I think a lot of us Jets fans, and I consume New York radio still here, right? Listen to Jets banter. Listen to Jets suck. I'm calling you right now. But we got to just tame our damn expectations, man. No, I get it. I I, I get it, Jose. National media? No, I get it. It's hard, though. It is. It's hard. And I appreciate the call. Mm -hmm. I want want to be very careful with this analogy. But it's like that person who's never done it before finally getting exposed and, you know, quickly... That muscle, you know, it, it, it does what it does. You feel me, Joe Leo? You feel me? It's a very interesting analogy. But... I'm, I'm trying to, you know, be guarded and, and cognizant that, you know, there might be some people out there who don't want to hear me talking like that. But it, it is hard when you've watched this team be so bad for so long and in the blink of an eye, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time says, that's where I want to take my talents. 800-919-3776. More of your Jet phone calls coming up. We'll get to baseball as well. I did come across this. Uh, someone just put this on my radar, that apparently the uh, the MLB has announced the 2024 international schedule, and it looks like the Mets and the Phillies are going to be in London next year. 
So the Mets will go from losing in the States to losing overseas? How about that? 800-919-3776. Why did I just do that? Mets fans don't like me anyway. Ty Butler going until 10 o'clock right here on 9870 ESPN. This is the Ty Butler Show on 98.7 ESPN. I used to be that guy. Not used to. I still am that guy. When I'm outside on a scorching hot day as it was today in New York City, I look at people wearing, like, suits, and I think to myself, man, would hate to be that person. Would hate to be that guy. Then guess who that guy was today? Old boy Ty Butler wearing a suit in 135-degree weather. I walked into the studio. Harvey looked at me like I was Joey Chestnut downing my 75th hot dog. He was disgusted. Joe Leo's like, what are you doing, man? Why Why are you dressed like that? I was really wondering why you didn't bring like extra clothes with That's you. That's what you said. You should be in basketball shorts. You should be in a t-shirt. I had some I had some stuff to do today, but I, I don't I don't envy people who have to do that every single day. Dude, when I used to work at a men's warehouse during the summer, oh my god. Oh man, and when you get home and you finally take the clothes off, like how it feels, but your body's drenched. Doing that every single day, that's tough. But it, it it also might mean you're making a lot of money, which is cool, too. 800-919-3776. You know, we got to holler at my guy in the boogie down. My dog, Buddha. What's good, Buddha? You know something? You're making me laugh when you're talking about them suits. I used to run this workforce, bro. Uh, <laughs> you know, in the summertime, I used to have to have the tie on. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was crazy. Yo, you walk. You are, are you the type of person that walks around with a rag? Keep it, keep it, keep it a hundred, Buddha. I mean, not now. I mean, back then I used to have a little. I used to have a little cooler in my office <laughs> with them little cool rags. You know what I'm talking about? You freeze them. Yeah, the, <laughs> you the, 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 back the, back. <laughs> the, the cool rag or the sweat rag. <laughs> I can, I can oh, picture you doing God. that, Buddha. But what's up? What do you got on? Uh, what do you got on the Jets? Okay, listen. Um, now, two things. First. When you were talking about the Jets and, and they can't believe that Aaron Rodgers came in, things like that, the skepticism from the fans that I know is not necessarily that he chose the Jets. It's that he didn't have no other choice. You know what I mean? There wasn't any other teams well, going for him. He so, could have stayed in Green Bay. Nah, that was dead. That had to, he had to get out of there. They hated him there. He, he, listen, they would have kept him. Yeah, listen, Buddha, if, yeah, after, if after the season he went to them and said, I want to stay, they're keeping him. So if that if that was something yeah. he really wanted to do, I, I look. I understand that they had grown tired of him. We saw the the article in the Athletic a couple months ago. I I get that, but he could have stayed in Green Bay if he really wanted to. I don't think he would have played well with those receivers, though. The camaraderie just wasn't there. You know, it just wasn't there. He had to get out of it. I don't, I don't begrudge him for that, but you know, look, the real situation is this. And I remember we spoke maybe a few weeks ago. And you were emphatic. You were like, yeah, you know, you heard what Rob Salas said. Quentin Williams is definitely going to be signed. Well, Quentin Williams is not signed yet. Yeah. That's a problem. And um, I'm going to be honest with you. You were talking about this is a make it or break a year for the Jets in terms of Joe Douglas and Rob Salas. I, I got to, you know, I got to disagree with you a little bit there. Not saying that it shouldn't be, but I think there's a clear delineation from the owner's perspective between the two of them. You know, and for some reason, like, people here love to talk about this job that Joe Douglas has done has been great. I'm not going to go through all those 
free agents that didn't work out and drafts that didn't. That's not the point. It appears to the masses that Rob Sala is more deficient in his job than Joe Douglas is in his. And like I said, I don't really think that that's fair. But when you look at what's going on with the quarterback situation, now look, Zach Wilson, you know, it, it was what it was. I told you about that from day one. But the owner has a lot to do with both quarterbacks that the Jets have had for the last two years. Zach Wilson's like his godson. So I'm sure there was some pressure. The, the, Joe Douglas didn't even really go watch any other people work out. So I'm going to take a little bit of the, the burden or the blame off of him for that pick because the owner wanted him, and the owner wanted Aaron Rodgers. So now you look at Salah, what happened last year? The owner said, when the thing didn't work out with Zach Wilson, I'm firing your whole offensive staff. That's very unusual that that happens, and it works out well for the coach after that. That's number one. Yeah, but it's also it's also unusual that you fire your staff and then the, the ensuing offseason you get a Hall of Fame quarterback. Right. No, but what I'm saying, these are all things that will work towards, if, the, if this thing doesn't go well, it's going to work towards Salah being the one who's um, who takes the blame for it. Because Hackett and Rodgers are going to come in with the, listen, we've had success before. Rob Salah has had no success as a head coach. And it's a shame Joe Douglas is in his fifth year. The Jets haven't been to the playoffs yet. That, that's another thing that I've never seen before. Usually when a GM comes, a GM doesn't get like yeah. six, seven years to get the team to the playoffs. But for some reason here, the narrative on Joe Douglas is, is that he's confident in his job and Rob Sala is learning on the job. And then lastly, the thing that hurt Rob Sala, and this is where we all get into trouble. We all been there on some job or some um, professional venue where, you know, we got a little frustrated and we pop off with the lip. These things are going to be held against you. The instant coffee stuff, all of that stuff. And then, you know, and I know you and I disagreed on this before, but you have to admit, whether you feel this way or not, perception is reality. Perception is that he let that Mike White T-shirt stuff rock and he didn't have Matt Wilson's support back. You know what I'm saying? So now... That bullseye is directly on his back. No, I agree I mean, with it that. Is what it is. I agree with that. He's on the hot seat, and I appreciate the call, Buddha. He's on the hot seat, and maybe, 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 there's a chance that he can get fired, and, and you bring Joe Douglas back. I just would it, it it would be hard to believe Douglas comes in here, Gase is the coach, he picks the next coach, that coach gets fired. You see, he missed on the quarterback, and you still let him keep his job. I, I just find that hard to believe. Sean and Mineola wants to talk Jets. What's up, Sean? Hey, good evening. How you doing today? Doing well, doing well. What's up? Uh, first, I just wanted to, I was laughing at what you were saying because I was in a suit um, all over this city today, and it was absolutely brutal. Oh, man. Suit. How'd you feel when you got home and you finally took the suit off? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice to walk into AC and change. Anyway... Uh, what I wanted to say about the Jets, I um, I don't entirely agree with you. I do agree with you um, in the sense that it's kind of a rookie move when uh, you're you're a defensive based team and you still haven't signed your uh, All Pro tackle. I mean that's 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 not really good. I wouldn't want to bring press. To my team when we're uh, training for the season, and that's still a work in progress. 
Yeah, but I don't love what it. I will, what I will say is that I trust the offense. This team, your team is the players that you're comprised of. And we have uh, 99% of this team is comprised of football-first people who really, really care about the game and their craft. Um, and I, and on top of that, uh, we have Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I do trust him. Uh, I, I am a little concerned in the sense that I do. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the media, they get any time with him. They try to bait him a little bit. They were talking about that on the Michael K show. Uh, but I think he's above that. The problem is that anything he says, the media twists into whatever narrative they want. So I'm a little concerned in that, but that's not really, that's not, Really yeah, I don't. I don't think it's going to be a problem. I appreciate the call. I'm up against the clock. He's polished. He's been there. He's done that. I don't think he's going to be affected by the media twisting and you know turning his words. I think what happens is if he wins, he'll be good. If he doesn't. They're going to be coming for him. 800-919-3776. We'll get back to your phone calls and do a, ho- a whole lot more. Hour number two coming up next right here on 9870 SPN. 